Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Monday, July 17th. What's What is the daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York metropolitan area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And here's what's going on around the city. Edward Caban has been named New York City's new police commissioner. He is the first Latino to serve in this role. Mayor Eric Adams made the historic announcement this morning at the 40th Precinct in the Bronx. Caban has been the acting commissioner since July when Keyshawn Sewell resigned only 18 months after stepping into the position. Caban's been with the force since 1991. In his new role, he will oversee approximately 36,000 NYPD officers. Wildfire smoke is coming back to New York City, and New Yorkers may have to deal with air quality issues stretching into Tuesday. The air quality index is predicted to hit 100, which is considered unhealthy for sensitive groups. The New York State Department of Health recommends people particularly sensitive to high pollution levels and those with pre-existing conditions like asthma or heart disease should limit their time outdoors. Australian-born singer-songwriter Julia Jacklin receives critical acclaim at home and abroad after releasing her third studio album, Pre-Pleasure. So ahead of Jacqueline's performance at the Summer Stage Concert Series in Central Park, WFUV's Avery Loftus speaks with the artist about life lessons and how she's coming full circle with Summer Stage. I know in this past year since Pre-Pleasure has been out that you've talked a lot about the title. What does Pre-Pleasure mean to you now? Has the meaning changed at all? The title came from this feeling of, this feeling I'd had my whole life of like, if I can just make this relationship good. If I can just figure this out, then I can one day like coast off all of that hard work and I can lead like a pleasurable life. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess like making this record was like the beginning of me realizing that 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 future pleasure pleasure was never going to (laughs) happen, that it doesn't really exist. And I do think that's a big part of growing up. And I feel like I'm, like, deeply in the middle of that realization now. I read in a Wired article that you mainly write on guitar, but for this most recent album you wrote on keyboard. How have these processes impacted your creativity and performance? I've always had a very complicated relationship with the guitar, which I'm trying to repair. So the keys was kind of freeing because I just felt like a beginner again and I didn't feel any pressure and I didn't have this like internal monologue that was telling me like, you should be better at this by now. How are you trying to, as you said, like repair that relationship? I actually went out and bought a nylon string guitar this morning. And and the nylon string is the first guitar I ever played. I don't know, it reminds me of all that early music that I, you know, really got me into a songwriting, it like reminds me of Leonard Cohen. I think it's just like constantly trying to remember that it's not about being technically good. It's about expression and my voice and my guitar playing like are really connected. I'm having to kind of like tell, remind myself that constantly. I also read that you take influences from Celine Dion and Britney Spears. Can you tell me a bit more about what you draw from these artists to become your own type of star. My dad had like a Grammys, it was like Grammy nominee 1998 CD when I was growing up. The song Because You Loved Me, Celine Dion's song, was on that and like, you know, that's one of my first memories of like hearing 
singing that made me want to sing. And like that is invaluable. Britney Spears was the same because, you know, when I was 11, I watched, it was like a documentary on TV about Britney Spears. I just remember watching it and then just turning to my mom and being like, mom, like I have to get singing lessons. (laughs) I suddenly felt ambitious. Like I remember feeling ambitious. I'd never felt that before. I felt like I want to like do things with my life and I want to do that. Like I want to perform. That was singer-songwriter Julia Jacqueline speaking with WFUV's Avery Loftus. Jacqueline plays the City Park Summer Stage on Wednesday, July 19th. New Yorker and film director Spike Lee is being recognized at the Brooklyn Museum this fall. The immersive exhibit will feature over 300 personal pieces of Lee's work, along with props and costumes from some of his films like Do the Right Thing and She's Gotta Have It. The exhibit opens on October 6th and runs until February. This weekend, 20-year-old Carlos Alcaraz of Spain won in a dramatic five-set match at Wimbledon over the 36-year-old Serbian Novak Djokovic. In the women's final, unseated Marketa Vondrasova of the Czech Republic shocked Anz Jabat to win her first Grand Slam title. She's the first unseated player to reach the women's singles final since Billie Jean King did it in 1963. And on this day in 1968, the Beatles' animated film Yellow Submarine premiered at the London Pavilion. The film featured animations of all four group members, but interestingly, none of the Beatles voiced their own characters. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And as always, you can find more information about our show at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And that's What's What.